Welcome to the Muso Church Podcast. Here, we share the powerful and practical gospel of Jesus Christ until everyone is free and flourishing. We're so excited that you're here. Wherever you're listening from, we are trusting and believing that God is going to touch your life through this podcast. Can I preach? Providence in placement. Where you are, there is providence for. Right where you are, there is providence for. Do not be tempted to move if God is not moving you because there is providence right where you are. And if God is moving you somewhere else, even if it does not look great, there is providence there. The providence of God is not limited to the circumstances around us. Where he places us, he provides for us. Where we find ourselves, where he places you, there is providence there. Last night, I, in fact, last week, Saturday, we celebrated South Africa winning the, world, the, the Rugby World Cup for the fourth time. Yeah. We are a nation of champions. And we saw Sia Colisi for the second time raising that uh, Webb Ellis trophy. What an emotional thing, what a feeling to see him raise that. He, he was not just raising a trophy by himself. He, he represented the aspirations of a lot of black young kids who when they look at him, they can say, us too, we can. Something in us also believed and that's why as Muso we exist so that other church planters can look at Muso church and say, also us, we can. Basalwani, never think that God elevates you for you. He elevates you so that others also can say, even me, God can. And if you are focused just on yourself, then you don't understand your placement. God does not place a man for the man. He plays the man for the others. And that's why in every conversation, post-match interview that Sia has, he says for the nations, for the people at home, he knows what is there. That's why then Mordecai says to Esther, don't you think that you were called for such a time as this Basalani? Don't waste the position, the placement that God has put you in. Because it is never about you, it is always about his agenda. There is provision in placement. Siakulisi tells a story when he went for his first trials. He goes to Gray and, uh, and everyone is wearing rugby shorts. But because he comes from a poor background, which is otherwise seen as a disadvantage, all the other kids are dropped by their parents. They are wearing their best gear. They are wearing their nice shorts. They have bought maybe Nikes, Adidas, and whatever. And he could not afford to do that. And what Sia does, because you know, I'm not about boxing too much. I don't know why. So now he found boxing shorts somewhere in the house. Right? And boxing shorts, you know how boxing shorts are. Boxing shorts are very shiny. Rugby shorts are met. The difference between rugby shorts and, 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 and boxing shorts is that the boxing shorts are matte and the rugby shorts are shiny. The other way around. Right? And then he says, this is all I have and I am going to the trials. 
And then everyone gets doing the trial, and Siakolisi says, the person who was now selecting, he says, who is that one with the shiny shorts? I want that one because he stands out. Because now suddenly what was a disadvantage when he walked into the situation, because God had placed him there, it becomes the very thing that makes him stand out. You are looking at something you have in your hand and you think it is a disadvantage. But if you are placed by God, there is providence in that thing. There is your breakthrough in that thing. There is a national agenda in that thing. It doesn't matter how it looks. It doesn't matter how shabby it looks. There is providence there, guys. This mic is not providing vibes. There is, there is providence in that thing. Amen. God has provided in Jesus' name. There is providence. And Masalani, and we... we I don't know if you believe in coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in the providence of God. Do you know when Siakolisi was born? Siakolisi was born on the 16th of June, 1991. If you know the history of South Africa, you understand that they, it can't be that this young guy is going to rise to prominent in a time such as this. And he was born on the 16th of June where young people were being killed. There was in that moment, in the shack where he was born, where his dad was abusing his mom, where his brothers and sisters were lost. In that mess, God was busy doing something. He knew that in 2023, South Africa will need a leader, a leader who will stand up and unite our nation. And he made sure that he is born on the day where we so, so much bloodshed in our country. There is a restoration happening in our country and it comes from a shack somewhere in the Eastern Cape because God is not going to be limited whether it is a shack, whether it's a mukuku or wherever you are born for. The providence of God outweighs them all. We don't believe in coincidence. We believe in the providence of God. There is something God is doing in our nation, whether you believe it or not. There is something that God is doing in our nation. When we were planting Musa Church, people said to us, listen man, there, there is COVID. Don't you want to wait a little bit until the, the pandemic has passed? And in our hearts, we said it is for the pandemic that we must plant the church because there are people that need us to plant this church in the pandemic. It is in this time. If there was no pandemic, there was no agency. But now that there is a crisis, we are not going to waste a crisis. Musalwani, don't waste a crisis because in every crisis, the providence of God comes and lifts us up and he makes a way. If there was no crisis in Egypt, God would have raised Moses. Moses was born for crisis. Daniel was born for crisis. Esther was born for crisis. I was born for crisis. When we are the people of God, when we see crisis, we, we know that it is my moment to rise. We cannot run away. When we see darkness, we don't run away. We are a city on the hill. That is when we show up the most. Amen. The providence of God. Craig says, I much prefer not to fall. Unless, of course, I am falling in the hands of God. 
When we read the book of Esther, it is filled with a lot of falling. From the beginning, when you see the falling apart, you can think that the story is falling out of place. But if you are patient enough to wait, to keep reading, you will see how when men's plan were falling out of place, God's plan was falling into place. You see, guys, here's a weird, 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 weird thing, right? So I'm t- I told you we have a visitor from Israel. So he's Israeli, but he was born in Ukraine and raised in Russia. Like, that, is that not crazy? <laughs> and now he's back in, in Israel, married to a Korean. Who speaks Russian? You can't tell me it's coincidence. There's a common thread. War, 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 war. I say, ah, God, show your glory. Show us what you are busy with. Because there's something here. You need to be a Kanamzamlan who is able to discern that there's something here. When everyone else is panicking, you are like, there is something here. When everyone is losing their mind, they're like, ah, there is something here. Guys, we're going to wait a little bit because there is something here. And when I spoke to them this morning, I said, it is for a time such as this that the church must be planted in Israel. Because if not now, then when? It is for this crisis that the children of God must rise because when we think things are falling out of place they are falling into God's plan to the one who believes that their lives are in their hands when they are out of options they see the end but to the one who believes that their their, their lives are in God's hands even at the end of themselves they are still filled with much hope God is working with you see if God was only limited to working in good situations, then he would not be God. If his providence was limited to good stuff, he would not be God. He is more powerful than that. He's more powerful than just working in good stuff. We have we have we have taught Christians how to sell it, how to win. We have not taught Christian how to suffer. The challenge is that the church has taught us how to win. They have not taught us how to suffer. But Christ says, in this world, there shall be many troubles. So how are you going to handle the troubles unless we teach you how to suffer? As if you are going to live in a world where there is no suffering. In this world, you are going to lose your loved one. How do you handle it? In this world, you are going to lose your job. How do you handle it? It's not all the time that the doors are going to be open. Sometimes, the doors are going to be shut. How do you handle it? It's not all the time that you're going to be elevated. Sometimes you are going to be rejected. How do you handle it? Because it's in the moment where you can handle suffering that you can be able to ascend to winning. But most of us, we don't ascend to winning because we give up in the suffering. If we cannot walk in the valley, we cannot go up to the mountain. 
He's not just the God of the mountain. He's God of the valley. Even in the valley, he's there. Even in the storm, he's there. Through the fire, he's there. There is no way where he is not. If we are the children of God, we are able to stand and say, in the valley, in the fire. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Many of us cannot say that. We say, if there's a valley of the shadow of death, I'm not coming. David says, even though I walk through it. We need to be a Christian who can walk in the highway and in the valley. You can't just be a Christian who can walk in the mountain. When there's a valley, you don't come to church anymore. What kind of God are you serving? You see, you think he cannot sustain you in the season of, of exhaustion. You think he cannot sustain you in the season of pain. You need to wake up in the morning and say, I'm feeling the pain, but I'm going. I'm feeling the pressure, but I'm going. I'm feeling the loneliness, but I'm going. I see the convert, but I'm going. Me and my wife, we had to say, we see the convert, but we are planting this thing. There are lives that are depending on the planting of this thing. We are not going to nurse our pressure. We are not going to nurse our pain. Not, there are people, there's God's agenda that is at stake here. We cannot keep crying. Zalwan, you can't just always be crying. It can't be that every time when you're going through something and then you disappear. Mature in the Lord. Mature in the Lord. Mature in the Lord. How? Many are the plans in the, in the hearts of men. But the purpose of the Lord prevails. Many of our plans are going to fail. I am glad my plans did not work. Because it was in my plans failing that the purpose of God was revealed to me. And so, Bazalon, you must know, this must be your confidence, that when my plans have failed, his purpose will always prevail. When our plans fail, we do not panic. We say, okay, God, that means I did not get it right. I was not aligned to your purpose. Now align me. When my plans fail, I say, this is an opportunity to align to his purpose. And I know that his purpose never fails, even if... Bazalan, you can leave this church now. I know that the, God of the, plans, the purpose of God will prevail. You see, last week we did not have money for rent. I was not panicking because I know that the, the purpose of God will prevail. If I die today, the purpose of God will prevail. If, if I lose my job, the purpose of God will prevail. You know, if you leave, we left the church, we didn't leave God's fine. The purpose of God will prevail. That's the nature of the purpose of God. The Bible says many are the plans in a man's heart, but the purpose of God, the purpose of God, not the plans of men, the best thing we can do for ourselves is to align ourselves. In the book of Esther, we see how the placement makes the difference. We see how the placement of Mordecai is the difference maker. Esther 2, verses 19 to 23. 
And when the virgins were assembled for the second time, you must understand that at this time now, Esther is the queen. She's being crowned the queen. A Jewish young girl in a Persian land. She's crowned queen. God can elevate you in a place where you did not think he can. God does not need perfect conditions to elevate you. Let me say that again. God does not need perfect conditions to use you. I can read, I'm waiting for, for God to, to heal me. And then I'll, I'll start. The healing happens because we have started. Amen. Not so that we can start. The growth happens through it, not for it. Let me tell you, Mzalanwak, if you think there will be a time where you will not be busy, there won't. I agree with you, here, you are like, no, I'm busy for this. No, don't worry. There will never be a time where you're not busy. You have got to make a decision whether you want to serve God or you do not want to. At least be, be honest with yourself. No, when things settle down, they are not going to settle down. Just say you don't want to. And let's, let's, um, please, you know, uh, uh, please, doesn't it? Don't have, you don't have to say anything. Your, your, your statement assumes that we are here because things have settled down. Yeah, not call. You think we show up here because things have settled down. We're not busy. There will never be a time. You see, me, guys, let, can I just tell you the truth? When you're telling me your, your reasons, ah, Muruti, ah, all of these reasons, ah, if, I, if, I, if I could, I'll go like, my sister, my sister, just decide. If you don't want to, if you don't want to do it, just don't do it. It's fine. You don't have to explain to me. His, his purposes are prevailing. His purposes are prevailing. You decide, Apinda, if you want to be part of his purposes or not. Oksalai, Siapambi, while you're still busy nursing your stuff, we're going forward. We're going forward. Muzalwan, let me tell you, we're not going to shut the church because when you're going through financial challenges, we're going forward. You can sit at home and nest your financial challenges or you can come here in the presence of God with the people of God and get your faith set up. But we are not going to wait for you. Hey, no, we are going forward. We need to be a kind of Christians who can go forward limping. Now we want to be fresh and croissant before we can move forward. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says, and when the ten virgins had assembled, when, when all the virgins had assembled for the second time, Mordecai was sitting at the gate, at the king's gate. But Esther had kept 
her family background and nationality just as Mordecai had told her to do. For she continued to follow the instructions of Mordecai as she had done while he was bringing her up. During this time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. Uh, Bigtana and Teresh, two of the king's officials, uh, officers were guarding the doorway because angry and conspiring and uh, became angry and conspired to assassinate King uh, Xerxes. But Mordecai found out about the plot and told Queen Esther, who in turn reported it to the king, gave credit to Mordecai. And when the report was investigated, it found to be true. The two officials were uh, implied on the pole. All this was recorded in the book of Analias in the in the presence of the king. So now, the Bible says, Mordecai is sitting where? At the gate. Right? And I'm like, if whether the gate was a prestigious thing or not, the Bible says he was sitting at the gate. In fact, not the Bible. Scholars says he was sitting at the gate because Esther had made it possible for him to now be positioned at the gate. Right? So it was some kind of a job. But can you imagine uh, someone is a CEO of the company? You are the one who trained them to become the CEO of the company. And now that they are CEO of the company, they give you a job as a security guard. Security. Am I, am I the only one? I'm like, ah, here's a plan. Even it's a receptionist, nyan. Even it's not a qualification, get a, ah, even, even CFO, nyan. Ah. So Mordecai is sitting at the gate because Esther had orchestrated to put him at the gate. And, uh, and as we read the, 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 uh, going forward, we realize that the reason why she did that was so that she can continue to get instruction from Mordecai. While Esther thought her plan was going well, she didn't understand it had nothing to do with her plan. It was God's purpose. Because later on we see how she puts together a party and invites everyone and, 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 and everyone comes to her party. Even the, the president of the nation, they come to this party. That means Esther had some serious influence. So now if you have that kind of influence, why are you placing the guy who raised you, who when your parents died, raised you and took care of you, you place him at the gates? I, it's not make sure. I'll go like, how ungrateful are you? After I've raised you, after I've done everything, you put me at the gates, the Bible says, and Mordecai, while he was sitting at the gates, he observes that there are people who are plotting to kill the king. If Mordecai was in the, in the court, a more comfortable place, how would he have found out that someone is plotting to kill the king? It was in that 
finding out that he had insight into something that he would not have otherwise found out. Sometimes we think we are disadvantaged. Can't God has us exactly where he wants us to be. Sometimes we think that, no God, elevate me to this position. God says, no, 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 no. I am not that weak. I can work in the valley. I can work in the mountain. I can work under pressure. I can work. There is no pressure. I can work in a marriage. I can work in divorce. I can work when you are sick. I can work when you are healthy. I can work anytime, anywhere. Don't limit God because you don't like the place. Many of us have missed out on the provision of God because we did not like the place. We've missed out on the providence of God because we did not like the conditions. You have left the church because it didn't feel good for you. You, you, you left it because it was not vibing with you. We need to mature to the level where whether we vibe or not, if that's where God has placed us, we stay. You see, today you, you, you like Muso Church, is vibes. A time is coming where it's not going to be vibes. But also you can't be Muzalwan who's chasing vibes. You say, God, even in the place that I don't like, you can do something. You can do something. So we see that while Esther thought she had a good plan, she was falling into God's purposes. In placing Mordecai, in her placing Mordecai for personal agenda, little did he know that she was being part of a national agenda. Sometimes God is going to mess up your personal agenda for a national agenda. Because of his positioning, Mordecai could find out about the killing of, of the king. That's why the Bible in Psalms 37, the Bible says, the steps of a good man all the righteous men are ordered by God. And he delights in his ways. Though he falls, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his righteous hand. Though he falls, the Lord upholds him. Where will he uphold him if because of the fall he runs away? Some of us, we fall here and the hand of God wants to reach for us, but we have moved to something else. We are nowhere to be found. We are nowhere to be found. The logic that we can, we should do something for ourselves when things are not going according to our plan is flawed. We need to say, God, I'm going to trust in your plan, in your purpose, because it never fails. Do you realize that Judas thought he was selling Jesus to die? He didn't know that he was setting us up to live. He, he thought that he was setting him up to die. 
He didn't know that in setting him up to die, you are setting us up to live. When they were beating Jesus up, they thought they were killing him. They didn't understand something that Jesus said. What did Jesus say in John 12? He says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. I can imagine the Pharisees and the Romans and everyone beating him up, beating him up, and the stripes are coming. They don't know that by that stripes, we will be healed. They were beating him up. As they were lifting him up, they think they are humiliating him. He, they, they don't know that in the lifting him up, they are lifting us up. He says, Jesus says, listen, I don't care how I get lifted up. As long as I am going up, I am drawing people with me. We need to have the same attitude and say, I don't care how I got here. As long as I'm here, God's purposes will prevail. You fast too much about the method. Forget the method. What is the purpose? What is the purpose? Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me encourage you. Date the method. Marry the mission. Date the method. Because the method might fail anytime. Because you thought this is how God is going to do it. And he does not do it that way. Forget about the way. Just believe that he's still doing it. Because most of us, we abort the mission because the method did not work. Forget the method. Date the method, Bazalon. Your methods are not always going to work. Your methods are limited to your own perspective. And when the method doesn't work, what do you do? Okay, God, what, what, what method do you have for me? Because there's providence. He says, it doesn't matter how I am lifted up. Just when I'm lifted up, I'll draw men to me. Jesus' placement on the cross was God's providence for us. You know, you know there are people where God is elevating them and they complain about the method he's using as opposed to focusing on the fact that they are actually being elevated. There's, there's people that God is busy developing and they are complaining about the methods of development than the fact that they are being developed. There's people that God is busy chiseling. They are complaining about the fact that they are being chiseled, not what will come out after they are being chiseled. Forget the method. I say, God, use a method, whatever necessary you see fit. Can you say that? We say, God, Whatever method you see fit to get me to be what you want me to be. Because, you know, your methods have very, they have very to no pain. You want to be purified without fire. Your methods, you want to be purified without fire. Where? The only thing you can purify without fire, you can just use even just, it's kitty gold, it's a fake. The gold's a fake. This gold, this fake gold, you, you just need, even the stove, can, can, you can just put it on top of a stove, a two-burner stove, and it will melt. You're not made of that stuff. 
You're made of the real thing. And because you're made of the real thing, you're going to be purified through real fire. Because of where God is taking you. Otherwise, you are not going to be ready. You are not fake. You are not fake. You're going to be purified through fire. And the question is, when God is purifying you, can you stay? Can you stay? Amen. And he knows, Bazalan, fire does not destroy gold. Understand what you are made of. And stop panicking. When God elevates you, we must ask the question, for what godly purpose am I being elevated? For what godly purpose am I being elevated? Mordecai was placed at the king's palace, not for his personal gain, but for a national agenda. Daniel was elevated to be president of Babylon, not for his personal gain, but for a national agenda. Joseph was elevated into Pharaoh's palace as a second in command, not for his personal gain, but for a national agenda. Samson was given power, not for his personal gain, but for the national agenda. But he thought the power was for him. And he ended up destroying himself. But most of the time when we think As we are turning three and we have experienced the goodness of God, we must never think God did it just so that Muso can shine and break to everyone. We are, wow, wow, the pastor's growing church. We are here for a purpose. And every single week I ask myself, for what purpose? And it's clear. It's clear why God has done this. And the couples that are in this church today, they are testament to that. God is doing this so that we can be able to help other church planters plant churches. But can I tell you something, Knox? Yo, yo, it's a lot. Like, I, there, there are times where I pray to God, God, I don't want it. I don't. Because my inbox, my, it's, it's full with pastors reaching out to me people reaching out to me. I was saying to my wife, I want to leave Facebook. I want to change my number. I want to change my cell number because, oh guys, it's a lot. And you can see that these pastors, they really want help. And I'm like, oh, no. It's a lot. God says, should I also take the growth? Should I take the worship team? Should I take the strategies and give it to someone else who will be able to help all these people? Everything that I'm doing at Musa, should I take it and give it to someone else who will have time and the ability to serve the people whom I have elevated them for? Because it's, it's too much for you. I say, oh no God, I'm not saying like that. He says, and then, 
I did not elevate you for you. I've elevated you for the sake of others. Now, Dino, why has God given you what he has given you? Let me tell you, Tepa, if you are the only one benefiting from where you are and what God has given you, you are wasting what God has given you. You can't, Maria, just live your life for you. No ways. No. Every single thing that God, because, tell me, in a country that has such a high unemployment rate, why are you working? When so many people have more degrees than you, they are smarter than you, they have more connections than you, they are not working, you are working. Why? You see, Sia Kolisi understands that it could have been any other black boy from the Eastern Cape. There's nothing that makes him stand up but the grace of God. And since it is the grace of God, he will use it to serve the people of God. Why are you there, Cindy? Why are you there, Kalandri? Why, why do you have the skills that you have? The money that you have? The time that you have? And everything that you have? If you read, there is three scriptures in the Bible that talks about gifts. Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4. All of them, the Bible, in Romans 12, the Bible says, for the functioning of the body. 1 Corinthians 12, the Bible says, for the common good of the body. Ephesians uh, 4, it is for the maturing of the body. Nowhere in all of those scriptures does the Bible says, for the benefit of the person. There's nowhere where it says for the benefit of the gifted. There is nowhere where the Bible says, I am giving you this for the benefit of the gifted. The challenge we have today is that the gifted wants to be served by the body as opposed to the gifted serving the body. Where have you seen the gifted being served by the body that they are called to serve? Where have you seen a shepherd eating the sheep? For the benefit of the body let me tell you your car for the benefit of the body no I don't want anyone in my car after church you must give people lifts to go home you must ask you must ask hey, Pastor, is there someone who's going to Montana I have two seats open people can, young people can be standing there requesting Ubers with their last money to go to while you are here with your car and you are just going to Ayman Oh, oh are, you, are you too busy for, to take people home? We don't, we don't have a shortage of attitude. We don't have a shortage of resources. Nah. We don't have a shortage of resources. Mm-mm. 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 It's in here. It's in here. Let me, let me just get in your kitchen. You did not offer. You are going to lunch after here. You are going to lunch at a nice restaurant. Go and enjoy your money. No problem. I'm just showing you. I'm not saying you must give. It's fine. It has passed. The opportunity is gone. I'm just showing you 
that we don't have a resource issue. We have a heart issue. Before you leave, just check if someone needs a lift. And listen to what, as I close, <laughs> look at the time. The Bible says, and I was just, this is what the Bible says. The Bible says, after Mordecai, and I want to close with this, after Mordecai revealed the, the plot to the king and saved the king's life, the Bible says, and all this was recorded in the book and it closes at that. Where's the reward? I just I just uncovered the plan to kill the king. I mean the king can give me something. The Bible says it was recorded. And Bazoran, we should be happy with the fact that our good deeds are recorded by the Lord. And the books of the king, reward or no reward, our blessing must be that my, my good deeds are, are recorded. And for a slow, heaven does not miss a good deed. There is no good deed that heaven misses. God sees every good deed. It might not reward you today, but I can tell you it is recorded somewhere. That's why the Bible says do not be weary of doing good because at the right time there will be a harvest because the good deed, it is recorded. Don't worry about the reward. Just know that it is recorded. We, 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 we complain because we do not understand how God works. He says do not be weary of doing good. Mordecai sits still. The, 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 the action is recorded. Tima, sit still. By your soya. I want to speak to someone. Sit still. The, the thing is recorded. I want to speak to someone. This morning says, God, I've been sowing a seed. I say, sit still. The, the, the action, the seed, the sowing is recorded. It is recorded, Bazarash. As I close for the last time, <laughs> Jesus says, Doing are my food. Jesus says, My food is not to get a reward after I've done the will of my Father. Jesus says, My food is to do. Do you understand what that means? He says, What does food do? Food nourishes us. Jesus is saying, as I'm doing it, I'm nourished. I'm, I'm not nourished for it. I'm nourished by it. Food makes us grow. He says, as I'm doing it, I grow. Food keeps us healthy. As I'm doing it, I'm healthy. He says, my food, my reward, my replenishment, my energy, my, my, my building up, my growth, my development is in doing it. It's not what I will get because I do it. Zalwan, do good. Reward or no reward, it is recorded in the books of heaven. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that this message has been a blessing to you. 
Why not be a blessing to someone else by sharing this message with them? Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Goodbye and God bless.